1: Good morning, Good morning, millennials! Welcome back to the morning toast. It's Friday, Friday, Friday gotta get down, down on Friday. Friday. Oh my god, it's Friday! Did it's you know that? It's so
2: exciting, it's so beautiful. I love You're to You're not dressed like it's
1: a Friday. Well, if I may... We have an unspoken rule here that Friday is like merch sweatpants day. It's when you if show up I looking may. like snatched karen from finance it's not nice thank
2: you so much for that compliment calling me snatch it's so nice so he if i may can i, tell I you understand my, can i tell you my logic yeah of course all week i dressed like it was friday like sweats merch just like really brought nothing to the show and i've never loved you more okay but this is my last show for about 10 days yeah, and I really didn't want the last thumbnail to be like me in a grout fit again. I wanted to leave them on a high note and so I just felt like and also like for myself like when I wear sweats that many days in a row I'm like do my other clothes still fit me? So I just needed to, like, get into some real clothes. And I have a busy weekend where I'm going to be, like, dressing up all weekend. And so I was like, I might as well get the ball rolling now and, like, put on something with a zipper. I guess. And so here I am. And also, even though this outfit, like, looks so fancy and fabulous, it's actually really comfortable. Sure,
1: yeah. So is mine. It's really comfortable. I'm wearing the toast, sp- went spring? What, and summer? I. Summer.
2: And I shaved my legs and put on a little self-tanner, so I thought the Gams needed a day out.
1: The Gams need a day out. Have you switched to Isle of Paradise yet? No,
2: I haven't. I used Saint-Tropez last night,
1: and it's pretty good. It makes me, like, a little, like... Green? Yellow. Yeah, it's... Honestly, it's not the
2: right fit for us, I'm telling you. I'm not sure that it was, but I also bought like a spray bottle that's like kind of, like that I have never used. Mm-hmm. I bought it, I was influenced by an influencer and she also has red hair,
1: so I was like, Okay, maybe this will work for my coloring too. Which one? Sophia Lacourte oh my god we're obsessed she's like a tick where'd you buy it on it do you follow her on instagram i follow her on instagram oh i only follow her on tiktok
2: yeah no i'm so thoroughly influenced by her so i bought it but i still never used it because every time i've gone to use it i'm like what if i do it wrong and then i have like a wedding and so i need to use it like on a boring week but yeah.
1: it hasn't happened yet speaking of sophia Lacourt, what was that redheads book by renee carlino between two strangers? Before we were strangers. Before we were strangers. And the main girl is a girl named Grace who has red hair, right? I thought she had blonde hair, but sometimes those things can translate differently for mm. people. Well, whatever. I imagined when I was reading the book and I was very, like, into it, the whole time I thought of the main girl, Grace, as Sophia Lacourt because I had, like, just started seeing her on TikTok and she was, like, in my brain. And now I just have, like, association between the two. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, I just want to tell you really quickly about my night because I just did, like... So many things, you know. Mm-hmm. I went to Comedy Cellar, which was so premium. Like, you know, usually you go see a comedy show. Like, some comedians are better than others. Like, this was just, like, sickening lineup. But I guess that's, like, the point of Comedy Cellar. It's, like, a premium premium Creme de la creme. creme de la creme. So, like... Cream. That means cream. Every single comic was better than the next. Like, it was so hysterical. Like, I was actually, like, belly laughing. And it was... First of all, they take your phones when you... And, like, your Apple Watches when you walk in so at first I was like a little annoyed like crazy anxiety I was like oh my god what if I get canceled like I just like something about not being on my phone just gives me terrible anxiety but once I was able to let that go it was so premium for a million reasons like you know we operate very much in the digital space which is this like you know sensitive politically correct safe space um at least our corner of it And just to hear people, like, making crazy fucking jokes, like, about everything was so refreshing. I forgot that people talk that way, like, because we, like, we just don't joke like that. And it was so refreshing, and I was just, like, cackling the whole time, and it was, like, a whole, it, it, like, refreshed my brain that, like, you can joke about stuff. And it was so delightful, and I loved the premise of no one having their phones. Like, it was just really safe, like, for the comics. And it was just so premium, and I just, I can't recommend going to Comedy Cellar enough. Like, and I guess Dana I mean,
2: goes, like, all the time. Okay, People gotta go. go a
1: lot. And it's so premium. Like, I had been a million years ago, because it's by NYU, and they had, like, a really small club. And now they have, like, multiple locations. And I went to, like, one of the big ones with, like, air conditioning. And it was, like, so premium. And, like, it had, like, a million drinks, mozzarella sticks. Like, really premium. Can't recommend. If you're looking for something fun to do in New York premium. I hadn't heard... No,
2: I think we're thankful for your recommendation. No, I know. Like, Everyone like, knows that. everyone's, like, been knowing this. Also, a lot of times, like, comics will... W- Well-known, like, A-list comics show up there to try out new material. Like, Amy Schumer is always spotted, so Dana literally waits outside Comedy comedy Cellar every night until she can go and see Amy Schumer, and she's actually gotten to see her. Yeah, I mean, way. I guess
1: the point... Most people go, of course, for the show, but, like, hoping that a celebrity is just gonna, like, stop by, and I was, like, really hoping, like, Dave Chappelle or, like, Pete... When they took our phones, I was like, do they do this every night, or is someone special coming? And Pete, Dave Davidson is like very strict about phones at his show. So I was the whole time I was waiting for Pete Davidson who never showed up, but the show was so good. Like I actually did not mind. Yeah. Premium experience. So I know everyone knows that, but I just never go downtown. That's nice that you know it now. Yeah. It was so fabulous. Like I want to go again. You should. And the air conditioning, like I just can't stress how high powered and voluminous it was. That's amazing. And then I like had a night on the town and I really am proud of myself because it's a Friday. And I'm not hungover. Like, you know, it's a Friday. We
2: saw your stories last night. And I was like, hey, Claudia's going out and she's going out again and more and more. And yeah. I was like, okay, so it's a hungover show and I'm wearing a pussy bow. It is what it is. Yeah.
1: Um, but look at you. No, first of all, I got home at like 12 because Comedy Cellar was like 8 to 10 and then we had dinner and drinks from like 10 to 1130. And it was just like a civilized adult night. Like not, I guess I'm realizing this now, like not every night has to be like blacked out. This, Till the break of dawn. It sounds
2: like last night was the night of realizing stuff for you. It
1: was because I still had fun and I was so happy to be home by 12. Like, yeah, and like to go to sleep without the spins. Without the spins. And I woke up feeling completely fine. That is so... Claudia, that's beautiful. I would love to eventually get to a place where my partying and my work life can sustain each other.
2: It, yeah, there's no reason why they should constantly be in conflict. C-
1: they're constantly battling one another and it's so toxic for my mental health.
2: Well, I'm glad that there was a detente last night and sure. that you can give us... Detente is like... Ceasefire.
1: Got yeah. There was a ceasefire for <laughs> sure.
2: And now you can give us full Claudia today. Yeah. No. I'm
1: thrilled to be alive on a Friday. It's nice. It's beautiful these Fridays. The whole weekend's
2: ahead of you. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. I have such a busy weekend, like I said. So we're here. We got to do what we got to do. We gotta do what we gotta do. And other. I actually had a really busy day yesterday of like all the errands I've been putting off, like manicure, pedicure, like wax, etc. So I was just errands 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 meetings 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 podcast podcast podcast
1: so we're gonna do what we do best and we're gonna podcast for you on this stunning so hot friday even though i'm still wearing a sweatshirt don't ask me why um it's still cold in the studio yeah not as
2: cold as it's been it's as if someone here watches our show and saw us struggling
1: well if you're watching the show we don't agree on the air conditioning thing Please this put, is a perfect put temperature. The air conditioning back on we're... this is a
2: perfect temperature It's a because you, you can wear shorts and they're not needing a blanket it's a little hot perfect
1: temperature it's just, just okay, okay. You're And your ring sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a form-fitting sweatshirt, so that never helps. Yeah. Um, so let's dive in, because we've got... a. Uh, we don't have a lot to talk about, because no. like we said... Um, well, we actually didn't say it. We said it before the show. There's true Slim Pickens. Tell us about your experience trying to choose...
2: Today was one of those days where I went through all the sites and I was still at zero stories. Wow. So I had to go through them all again and I had to go to like the reserve sites and you know what you are going to get some interesting world news but I know you guys love to hear it especially on a Friday when you're going out to embark on a weekend you might need, meet new people. Maybe you guys need to talk about Jeff Bezos going to space. Maybe you need some interesting factoids about it. Maybe. Right like maybe
1: you're going to be at a wedding and you're going to be like you know a far off friend who gets seated at a table with people you don't meet you don't know you've never met and you need something to, to talk about and you'll be so grateful you listen to this random ass episode of The Toast.
2: Right and you're going going to be like, what do you think about shark attacks? And right now that doesn't mean anything to you, but in 45 minutes you're going to have a whole new opinion on that.
1: Yeah, and you know what? After coming from Comedy Cellar, I have this whole new vibe. Like, I'm ready to offend people. And I think the shark community is going to be my first target because I've been inspired by the brave comedians who fought for our right to joke about whatever we want to joke about. And I'm feeling all revved up. Like, I want to be, like, a crazy offensive comedian today.
2: Okay, cool. That's exciting for all so of us. fuck you
1: all and your pit bulls. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm joking.
2: I'm joking. I'm joking. I can't handle it.
1: I can't. I was 100% kidding. Like, please don't come for me.
2: Okay, cool. Now, I think without further ado ado, ado, to do where are you right here being perfect. perfect. It is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast.
1: And I'll give you one guess as to who today's sponsor is. Brute! Brute douche! Bruche is the best electric toothbrush on the market, the official, unofficial, morning toast official toothbrush. If you haven't gotten one yet, you're probably the last listener of this podcast who hasn't gotten one. Upgrade your toothbrushing experience with an electric toothbrush that is so affordable. You know what? some electric toothbrushes can cost over $200 which is insane, but the brush is affordable and it's truly the best one out there. My dentist even said so. So the brush itself comes with six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. The battery life lasts four weeks and it comes with a magnetic charging stand and a compact travel case. They also offer a subscription program so you never forget to switch out your brush head. They'll ship you new replacement heads every six months so you're never stuck using a worn down brush head. Their sleek design has a modern. An aesthetically pleasing design that comes in trend driven seasonal colors, and it looks great on your bathroom counter. They just came out with some sickening. Anna Wintour-approved colors that will just really elevate your whole morning experience. Mornings are hard. brush makes it easy. Get 15% off your brush toothbrush kit and the refill plan when you use promo code TOAST at brouche.com. That's 15% off using promo code TOAST at dot hcom Jump on this because if you've been wanting to get a toothbrush um, that's electric and you don't want to spend a lot of money, that's a it's sizable savings, 15% off. Code TOAST at brouche.com.
2: It's electric okay first story you know we'll hit you with some mindless celeb news machine gun kelly had a megan fox poster in his bedroom as a teen oh that's cute isn't that cute the rapper now 31 had a poster of fox now 35 hanging in his bedroom as a teenager years before the pair ended up dating he said it was from her gq shoot so that's some full circle shit as now they are very much in love and together
1: yeah I guess that's so crazy that's kind of like how well, they're not dating but like Billie Eilish is like a comrade of Justin Bieber when like her whole early childhood was devoted to stanning Justin Bieber yeah you no, love to see people living out their dreams
2: to me it reminds me of the story of Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet mama mama when he saw her on tv and he said and he, he literally he pointed to her on the tv child
1: and he said... <laughs> he, he turned to his mom and he pointed to Lisa, Lisa. on the television and was like, Mama, I'm going to marry her. Which is kind of weird. Just how old was Lisa? She was on the Cosby show, right? Yeah. And she's older than him. Right. No, of course. So like, I just want to know how old he was when he was fantasizing. You know, it's just like age is so weird, you know? Yeah. It is weird when you think of things in those
2: terms. But it could also be cute. And in this situation... I think it's cute.
1: If you ever heard Jason Momoa tell the story about like him looking at the TV, Google it. It's so funny because all I took away from it was, "Mama." <laughs>
2: <laughs> and if you've been listening to the show long enough, yes. you know that's that a that, morning breath joke. You know that that sent us. Do,
1: I just want to, know. like, I'm so confused on who our audience is actually because we, we have so many toasters who are new. We have so many OG toasters who fall off the wagon. Like, who are the toasters right now? Do you guys know that mama joke? Because toast- I can start recycling jokes, making them like they're new, you know? Right,
2: no. First of all, the toast is a revolving door. Literally. And I, I do feel like so many listeners have been with us since day one, but oh. I don't want to
1: exclude those new no, ones by no, no, making no. old jokes. But I jokes. also think
2: that so many are constantly discovering us because we'll we'll get comments like "What's DH? Like that's right. not even that old. So yeah, you know, I think the, the toaster is really for everyone. It's ubiquitous.
1: So if you're an OG toaster, apologies for the redundancy. I just think that's a really good inside joke. We need to bring back. Yeah, I agree. We have so many inside jokes. So many. Just for the girls. I know. Apparently. Someone
2: reminded us. That's what we used to wish for at 11-11. Right. Justice, justice for, the, for girls. the girls. In reference specifically to, to R. Kelly. Kelly justice um, for
1: those girls. But justice for like all the girls. Justice for girls everywhere. Agreed. Okay. So he had a picture. Of, who were we talking about? Oh, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that actually tracks just like timeline wise. I feel like every guy who like grew up in the 90s or early 2000s had a yeah. big ass poster of like Megan Fox because she was the, the the it gal. The 2000s. Sex- yeah, what did I say? 90s. 90s. Yeah, 2000s. Yeah. I feel like I've been in bedrooms like where there was a Megan Fox poster. Yeah, for sure.
2: She's definitely like a poster
1: girl. What poster did you have? Oh, you had a Backstreet Boys poster. I
2: did. It was very cool and like... It was, like, not even a poster. It was, like, a silk. It, it was, like, a silky material. Like, it wasn't, like, something that you wear from a magazine. It was, like, a, it was gifted to me where it, like, rolled down. It was Yeah, like, it's like a parchment. It was like, honestly, like, a piece of art.
1: Yeah. And Olivia had the same one for Insync. And if you want to hear about the Osherae family childhood battle between Insync and Backstreet Boys, which is a lot more fascinating than you might think, read about it in my New York Times bestselling book, Girl With No Job, The Crazy Beautiful Life of an Instagram Thirst Monster.
2: Yeah. So that Jackie was... Jackie
1: O approved. She read it four times.
2: Three sorry. I just, because I said this week I've read it three times that like people would
1: like. So you haven't read it one more time since we last spoke. (laughs) That's disgusting. I
2: haven't had a lot of time. I'm
1: sorry. That's disgusting.
2: Are you ready for our next story, which is some cute, exciting news?
1: Some CES? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Kyle Richards will be starring in a movie for Peacock called The Real Housewives of the North Pole.
1: Oh, I didn't know that that's what it was called. I just read the headline that she was doing like a Hallmark holiday movie and I'm like, oh cute, perfect for like her level of acting
2: called the real housewives of the north pole which is actually like even more perfect but a little confusing yeah
1: because now i'm not thinking it's going to be like a you know a hallmark holiday movie it's going to be like a parody no
2: well i no i don't think it's going to be a parody i think it's going to be a hallmark holiday movie about i don't know Uh, And who are
1: the other housewives cast as? Uh, The
2: only other cast member announced is Betsy Brandt.
1: Yes, I saw that on Kyle's Instagram, and I do not know who she is.
2: Me neither, but Peacock announced on Thursday that an original film titled The Real Housewives of the North Pole will arrive on the streaming service later this year. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills vet Kyle Richards will star in the project alongside Breaking Bad alum Betsy Brandt. Who'd she play in Breaking Bad? Do you recognize this woman?
1: Kind of. Breaking Bad was so long ago. No, honestly, I've literally never met that woman in my life. Okay. Well, you're about can you, to. Yeah, can you tell me who she played? Sure. Marie. Marie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The DEA agent's husband. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Never yeah watched it. Oh Sorry. my god, she was so annoying. Well,
2: hopefully you never watched Breaking Bad. No, I, like I haven't. We have spoken about it, and it's honestly not even on my content plate.
1: I have a really kind of hot take for you when it comes to Peacock. In you know the wars of streaming, Peacock is like shitting the bed. Like they're not doing anything even remotely remarkable, except for the Real Housewives All Stars, which hasn't even come out yet. And I just feel like every time we hear something like that they're doing, I'm just not into it. And also. I have every streaming service. I don't even know if I have Peacock downloaded on my Apple TV and if I do, I never open it except one time when I was with Olivia. We watched at her house. We watched NYC Prep. That was premium. They have a pretty good cat- backlog,
2: catalog. Bethany of- Ever After. And when I did watch Downton Abbey, I'm pretty sure it was on Peacock even though it is
1: now on Netflix. Definitely check it out. Here's a little... So, By the way, all the... As of, like, last week, all of the Twilight films are now on Netflix. And I bought them on Amazon Prime, so, like, it doesn't really affect me. Happy to support the franchise, though. So exciting. And, you know, if it's reaching new people, that's just so beautiful. For Like, we're always welcoming new Stands.
2: Here's a little descriptor of the movie. In the upcoming film, Richards and Brand stars Trish and Diana, aka the Christmas Queens of North Pole, Vermont. Okay, so they're not like Santa's elves. Okay, okay. That's important to clarify. It is. The Christmas Queens of North Pole, Vermont, Trish and Diana, have won the best holiday house decorating competition every year for the past nine years. It sounds so good. But days before Christmas, a friendship ending argument sparks a town wide feud and draws the attention of a national magazine writer. hoping to make a name for herself with her scintillating expose titled The Real Housewives of the North Pole.
1: Okay, this sounds stunning.
2: Stunning, Oscar-worthy.
1: So they obviously have like a battle. They both will decorate their home separately. Tribeca
2: Film Festival is quaking. Sundance,
1: Cannes, Toronto,
2: TIFF. They're all calling, saying we want this film. It sounds so good. Venice. Okay, I take back maybe, maybe Peacock is onto something. Maybe Peacock is onto something. I mean, you really can't go wrong with no. um, a great Christmas movie premise. And then yeah. to have this like Housewives tie-in makes it uniquely Peacock.
1: Uniquely Peacock. No one else could. Unique lock. No one else could. No one else could. This actually does not sound bad.
2: It does not sound bad. I'm excited for Kyle.
1: I haven't really seen Kyle act in anything. Except on this week's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills when they did the flashback to Little House on the Prairie. I'm not going to lie. I was quaking. Yeah. I was shook. Yeah, my bed was just rocking.
2: Yeah, so it was hers.
1: Literally, because she had scarlet fever.
2: So upsetting.
1: Um, so I don't think I've ever act, seen her act in anything. So she wasn't acting an American woman, right? She was producing. No, she was producing. And I never saw her a remake trip to Witch Mountain. Or no, that was when she was still a kid. Yeah. She also did that. In, um, what's that scary movie that's like really famous that she's in with Mike Myers and um, Jamie Lee Curtis? Halloween. Halloween. They redid it too never saw it either so
2: okay so this will be the first I'm
1: definitely gonna watch this and you know what I'm not trying to like jump to any conclusions or anything but we are like low-key like really close to Christmas
2: I know you know I was when I was watching Potomac it made me so excited for winter when they were pulling up to um Wendy's, Wendy's house, house and they the were snow. like getting out of the car and it was like snowy and icy and like it was like chilly I was like I love that
1: feeling no I know and honestly, like. I'm on this side of TikTok where it's like they show you Christmas cookie videos and it's like 105 days till Christmas and honestly I feel like a part of growing up is like really I feel like when you were a kid you would like die for the summer and now I'm like the summer is so fucking hot I still have to work like I want Christmas time like once Halloween starts like I feel like I'm actually the happiest and that really harks back to what I said yesterday about my me having reverse seasonal depression like the summer does not make me happy. Nice weather does not make me happy. Like, staying inside with a hot cocoa and a fire roaring and a Christmas tree, like, that really brings me joy. When we would
2: cultivate vibes. There are no vibes cultivated in the summer.
1: That's so funny. Yes, because literally, like, I just made the decision to sit in my living room on Sunday and I'm like, should I cultivate a vibe? Like, light some candles, dim does, the lights? It I'm doesn't like, work. It's too hot to light candles. It doesn't work in the summer. It doesn't work. So I just feel like, normalize standing winter.
2: I think a lot of people do. The only thing I'll say is, like, Yes, that time is so exciting. Halloween, my birthday, Christmas—like everyone's quaking. Shaggy's birthday. You're so like, lucky to have a birthday what should in November. We get her? But then after New Year's, it Ooh. is bleak,
1: Ooh. bleak, dark for a while. But you for know, like four months. But you know what I've realized since then, and I feel like when I was younger, I used to get like really depressed after winter break, and it's like so much time until next summer or winter or summer break. But you know what's the cool thing about like the years is that they always come back around. So it's like, yes, okay, you could say it's, you know, right after Christmas. But you could also say 360 days till Christmas. You know what I mean?
2: I, I, I understand what you're, what you're saying, but I just, no. Whatever. The message I think, I'm trying I think to.
1: Instead, we
2: should plan like an amazing trip for like February, March. Have something to look, look forward,
1: forward to. to. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. February and March are really dark. Yeah. We need a, I mean, I guess we have like Passover slash Easter in like April. Yeah, but no. And Valentine's day in February, but that's like a fake fucking holiday. Yeah, but no. Yeah. No need a trick. Yeah. Let's
2: get on that. Let's get on that. Yeah. We're going to preempt the calendar. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Mark Wahlberg regrets going on an 11,000 calorie diet to quickly gain weight for his new movie.
1: You know, I really actually enjoy reporting on stories where, like, method actors or, like, really, like, highly trained actors get into shape or, like, gain weight, lose weight for a movie because the fact that people can have that much control over their weight is the most impressive thing to me. Like, if I knew how to do that, I could literally build a rocket like I would be the smartest person ever.
2: The 50 year old departed star visited the Tonight Show on July 15th to promote his forthcoming drama Joe Bell. During the interview Jimmy Fallon asked about the recent shoot for his latest film Stu, during which Mark at one point gained at least 20 pounds over the course of three weeks to portray a real life boxer turned priest. When he spoke with Jimmy back in April before the process had begun, Mark sounded excited, ebullient about the chance to gain a significant amount of weight over the course of the 30-day film shoot. However, as he explained to Jimmy Fallon, he has since learned this was perhaps not the wisest choice. Why? He said, unfortunately, I had to consume for two weeks 7,000 calories and then for another two weeks 11,000 calories and it was fun for about an hour. It was such a hard physical thing to do. Losing weight, you just kind of tough it out. You just don't Eat and exercise and this even when you're full I would wake up after a meal and have another meal I was eating every three hours it was not fun
1: I really just like have never related less to I Mark c- Wahlberg yeah no, I can I can understand the um the plight of like having to eat when you're not hungry that's actually painful but to even compare it to being harder than losing weight like no
2: well, I also think maybe like mentally when you are like grinding to lose weight, there's like, you know, you have a goal and, you're ex- and you want to work towards that goal. But like the goal on this end is just to, you know, be unhealthy and yeah. it's like hard to motivate yourself to want to do that to your body.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. But
2: like, especially when you're someone like Mark, War- Mark, Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg, who's like always fitness. up in the gym working on his fitness. He's my
1: witness. Yeah. Right. And he'd be riding down the block just to watch what I got. So delicious. So delicious. But you know what Mark Barberg like is for delicious. So I feel like that's a, that makes this whole thing okay.
2: Yeah, no, he's definitely for delicious, <laughs> but I he was struggling with things that were delicious.
1: You're and his witness. <laughs> <laughs> and he would be riding around the block just to watch what I got.
2: To to taste, to taste. For
1: delicious stuff. Fergalicious death you don't know that rap like like gain weight when you don't want to like yeah but like imagine just like oh I wish my life was involved with like me having to gain weight to make like 30 million dollars in a movie like I'm sorry these celebrities are getting more and more out of touch
2: okay probably but it's like Jimmy Fallon asked you know yeah and that's on Jimmy Fallon. and like, like they go on these shows to talk about what they've been up to and like that's what he's been up to yeah
1: I do feel like I haven't really heard a lot about Jimmy Fallon do you know what I mean I feel like he was like interfaces for a while. I feel
2: like I go out of my way not to hear about Jimmy Fallon. Like I saw an, a headline about move away. Like yeah, you have like I this thing sk- <laughs> on the Jimmys. Like I fucking can't with. If them. you had to
1: rank the Jimmys, to
2: me they're both really bad. I would say no, including James Corden. James Corden is probably my favorite because of like carpool karaoke, and he's given us a lot. I would say the little Jimmy Kimmel. No Fallon. The shorter one, The smaller.
1: How many Jimmy's are there? The Jimmy Short. Fallon, Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah,
2: no, I think Jimmy Kimmel is like. You
1: the don't bigger, know who Jimmy Kimmel is. It's the bigger one.
2: No. There's
1: like a huge no. Yeah, there Jimmy so Fallon side. is taller.
2: Okay, Jim- Jimmy Kimmel is not the one I'm talking. Is is the
1: bigger one? <laughs> Wait, and so which Jimmy? Is there another Jimmy? Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Andy's friend.
2: I was gonna say that's the smaller one.
1: I would argue he's bigger. He's taller. Wait. What are you t- Okay, Jimmy
2: Fallon height. Oh, six foot. Okay, I guess that's pretty tall. Let's find Jimmy Kimmel's height. Well, I think... He's like 5'9". Jimmy Kimmel height. 6'1". So I was right. No, he's not. So it's literally... What does it say? 6'1". Yo, Jimmy Kimmel is not 6'1". But on a different side, it says 5'11". You just can't get straight answers. Okay,
1: whatever. So if you had to rank best to worst...
2: Okay, I, I really don't like them all. I would say... I like Fallon more than Kimmel. If, of course. Like, if I had
1: to say. Yeah. And you like James Corden better than both of them. Yes.
2: But also because like, well, I guess James Corden is around a lot and like in your face.
1: Our, the Gen Z generation hates Jimmy Fallon. Like, no. Fuck. James Corden. Really? Yes. They despise him. Like, they were, there was so much outrage that he was um, on the Friends reunion. Like, they just think he's so annoying. And honestly, I like him. You do like him? Yeah. I just lost all
2: my stories. <laughs> like, <laughs> trying, to, trying to find the jimmies, okay? And that's well, you know why like, I fucking
1: hate the jimmies. Take your time, because our search for the stories is brought to you by Athena Club. Oh, wait. No, I think I found them. Well, I'm in the middle of something. Guys, when we were holed up at home, it was okay to not shave your legs, but it's time to get friendly with our razors again. For us, summertime means shaving more often, and there's no better razor than the Athena Club razor. Shaving used to be something we dreaded, but Athena Club's products make it more fun and easier to shave. Not only is it the prettiest razor we've ever seen, but it's also gentle on our skin, leaving it moisturized, super smooth, and most importantly, bump free. So true. There's a visible difference in the shave for me. It's super close. No razor bumps. Smells great, all of their products. It's a really premium experience. And you know what? I feel like a part of growing up is like investing in your razor, not just like using some shit you find.
2: Agreed. at the bottom of
1: your like kitchen sink and the one that you've been using for a year that has rust on it. So the Athena Club razor is designed with built-in skin guards to help prevent razor burn while being gentle on your curves. The razor blade is surrounded by water activated serum with shea butter and hyaluronic acid, which is the holy grail for skincare. The best part is that the razor kit is only $9. It comes with two blade heads, a magnetic hook for shower storage and your choice of handle color. Also, the Magnetic Cook is a true game changer. The razor has cute color handle options. They also have black and white razors for all of you minimalists. Plus, you never have to worry about running out of refills or being stuck with dull, overused razors because you can choose how often your replacement blades ship to you for free. And that means fresh, ready-to-use razors always arrive right when you need them. They have the dreamiest, Dreamiest Shave Foam, which is my favorite product from Athena Club, that will leave your skin soft, hydrated, and smooth. Another part of growing up. It's like you know, throwing some soap on your legs and shaving them is not going to cut it. Like, use premium products. Athena Club has you covered. Show your skin some care with the Athena Club razor kit. Sign up today and you'll get 20% off your first order. Just go to athenaclub.com. Use the promo code TOAST. That's A-T-H-E-N-A club.com with promo code TOAST for 20% off. Athena, athenaclub.com. Athena promo code TOAST for 20% off.
2: Thank you for that, Claudia.
1: You're unbelievable. My welcome. stories are
2: back. Okay, good. Well, I, I got them. I, they didn't just pop the back. up. The
1: boys are back. The, the boys are back. Probably the worst song from High School Musical, but
2: the most. Is that iconic? when they're in
1: the junkyard? Yeah, atrocious. And then they're
2: like kids, kids, and the, the and campers. Oh my god, so bad.
1: Uh, horrible.
2: Anyways, in a little space news of the week, you guys know Jeff Bezos is going to space and his flight will include the youngest and the
1: oldest humans to go to space. I just feel like he's overcompensating for the fact that Richard Branson got there first. He's like, well, I'm going to break some world records. like hundred percent. And
2: I can understand why, like, you know, he made all these strides to go to space and he's not even going to be like the first billionaire private, like, bought a ticket
1: to go to space No, guy. now you're like a loser copier. So
2: I understand his need to like One up. And do something for the Guinness Book of World Records, sure. But I don't think that this is it.
1: No, it's not even impressive, not, not to be rude. Like,
2: could he bring a dog to space?
1: Love that idea. You know? Also, like, he's just giving me, like, major Luanne de la like, early Real Housewives of New York vibes. Like, constantly one-upping, like, her fancy friends. This is just, like, I feel like he should just take the loss, you know? Like, him overcompensating for getting their second with these losery attempts... It's kind of making the whole thing more losery, And
2: it's like, if you really want to go to space, like that should be enough for you. Like do it for yourself. Jeff. Dianu. Don't do it for other people. So true. Like if, if that doesn't fulfill you going to space on its own, whether you're first, second, third, but by the way, you're second. Don't think that you're first. Don't get it twisted. Then like really what's the point of, the, of how much money you spend and all of this? No, you're
1: so right. That's actually one of the key takeaways from my best-selling book, girl with no job the crazy beautiful life of an Instagram third sponsor it's like doing things for yourself not for like the perception of others and I feel like that's something Jeff Bezos could actually really use from my book
2: yeah I'll and he could get it on Amazon really easily
1: Prime comes in a day
2: yeah I'm sure or the him. Kindle is I'm automatic sure download him, like in a minute
1: yeah oh, he could download it on his Kindle on his way to space great read you know for space his journey read. yeah space read
2: right it's like you could take a book into there's so many things that you could do you know you're
1: 100% right if we're gonna break a record like let's do a cool one this is honestly not inspiring and at all.
2: But he's taking an 18 year old and an 82 year old and that's what he wants you to
1: know and that's what he thinks is going to set him apart. I just have to say and I don't want to jinx anything I'm not trying to be like a bad omen but like all this like billionaire like having fun in space spending money it's all fun and games till something goes wrong you know like we're we're not just like you know taking a roller coaster ride like we're actually doing something incredibly dangerous.
2: 100% which reminds me of Jessica Simpson's book.
1: Which is when,
2: like, she was in school and they were yes. watching. They were watching the space takeoff. I forget what the name of the flight was. We
1: weren't a we weren't ch- alive. The one that crashed. And like Which, they put, played it in all the schools. It was like such a big deal. She the was, like, Challenger, seven the years old, and and they, and they never took off. The whole thing just exploded.
2: N- no, they took off and and it exploded.
1: Okay. So and they all like were watching it. Yeah, and like all these kids were, we're like, traumatized. A generation of kids traumatized from watching like a live killing yeah so I'm just saying like we're all j- joking about it but it's actually very dangerous Well, I mean, and NASA I mean, even the world's leading space researchers even though had made a mistake a couple of years ago with the Challenger so like it's not that crazy but it's I a think, dangerous job I think
2: that's what Jeff wants you to to think too like Jeff Bezos brave
1: I'm not gonna lie when I think of Jeff Bezos a lot of adjectives come up and brave is not on that list I think of smart greedy uh, bald. Like, I think of a lot of things. Brain? <laughs> no. I think of newspaper in the morning. That's what I think of. I think of, I want to get drunk with you. Not, not too drunk, just a little tipsy. Yeah. That's what I think Sick. Of. And I want to read the newspaper with you.
2: So sick. That's really what I think of, honestly. I hope he brings a newspaper to space. To be honest,
1: <laughs> I really don't think Jeff Bezos has ever fully recovered, reputation-wise, from his skin, no, where here's, his text messages here's were released. What's crazy.
2: I think that he has fu- recovered reputation-wise a hundred percent. Like, nobody even references it anymore. Like I do. He's still with her, even though it's, like, the brother. Who, who leaked the messages. But for me, like, that's all I think about. And it's, I guess because he, like decides what people think about he's put it out of their minds so true like can't be like controlled I can't be tamed yeah like that I'm still thinking about it but I can't really good point I can't believe that everybody's moved on in the way that they have and not every article starts with Jeff Bezos who once said I want to wake up with you and read the newspaper like
1: no by the way you're 100% right but I can believe that people have forgotten about it for the exact reason you just mentioned like he owns the Washington Post he's like one of the most powerful people in our country like of course we're no longer thinking about it he doesn't want us to. <laughs> he put a chip in us. Like, you're 100% right. So that's
2: my, that's my thoughts. But I, we're at the Morning Toast, we're here to remind you, like, those things happened. You know what?
1: You know what I think I'll do today? I think I'll repost those text messages on our never Instagram. Never forget. Hashtag never forget. And probably my favorite time to ever be alive was when his text messages came out. And there was, like, a challenge in the toaster community when girls were sending, word for word, what he was, like, these creepy kind of, like, lame Attempts at romance. Yeah, romantic. Text messages to their, like, fiancés or girlfriends or husbands. And the responses (laughs) were so funny. That was, like, my favorite time to be alive. Yeah. And now I have nothing to live for because everyone's forgotten. Everyone's forgotten,
2: but... Not us. You can't can't run away from it, Jeff. Like, you can go to space, but we'll never forget.
1: Just like... Who who did you say? You said Jason Momoa was Zoe... No, remember when was, you said... Remember when you said... That
2: Jason Momoa... That, that Zoe Kravitz is Jason Momoa's stepdaughter.
1: Yeah, yeah, daughter. yeah. Daughter. What's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, remember when you said that? And like Now it's like... I don't know where I was going with this. Maybe just move on.
2: Okay, I'll move on until you can um, yeah. get your footing back.
1: It's not going to happen, so...
2: Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Only if
1: it's... The final story! <laughs> do 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 do
2: we need a triangle because when i when i hit yes! that when i hit that last note i just want to ding the triangle order it from
1: jeff bezos's blog
2: <laughs> okay our fifth and final no, and we'll get like
1: a little hook and we'll hang it right yeah, here and it's just like or maybe we need we need like a What's it called on the drums? A timber, Timble?
2: No, no, I'm but sure. for this particular song, the sound we're emulating is a triangle. Because I actually
1: it, feel like, what's it called? Symbol. No? The, yeah. It, yeah. Like, yeah where the, it's, like, I think that is actually more of the vibe I'm personally going for musically.
2: Okay, that's fine for you, but I want a triangle. Can you order two triangles? Thanks. Thanks. That's exciting, you guys.
1: The toast is moving on up. We're becoming a musical show.
2: We always were. Yeah. But we used to be a cappella and now we're going to have instruments.
1: Yeah, we're going acoustic. My god, my it? legs are hairy. I really need to use my Athena Club razor.
2: Are you ready for our fifth and final story?
1: Can you guys see it? It's like no, really they can't. Thick. Because can you see it? My legs have
2: been so hairy all week. This is actually like month.
1: chutzpah level.
0: No,
2: like they can't can see it. I've already conducted this experiment on the show.
1: Can you see it, your, my hair, from your purview? No. Okay.
2: No, I don't think so.
1: Are you ready yes. for our fifth and final story? Oh, it's so controversial. Shark
2: advocates are calling for a rebranding of violent attacks as interactions. So they want them to be called, instead of shark attacks... They want them to be called shark interactions. Marine experts and advocates in Australia are urging the public to refrain from using the word attack in reference to sharks declaring that the majestic predatory fish has been unfairly stigmatized as a deliberate killer. Instead, officials have suggested that violent run-ins with sharks be dubbed with more neutral words, such as interactions. Others have suggested swapping the word with the terms negative encounter, incident, or simply bites the uh, university of sydney language researcher christopher pepin neff said shark attack is a lie he argued that a majority of what people call attacks are merely nips and minor injuries
1: from smaller sharks like honestly stories like this make me not want to like live in this world anymore like for real like are you fucking serious like you're worried about the shark's feelings like my no thought. offense, sharks doesn't watch the news. No, and like, no offense, like sharks don't have feelings and they don't really care about like your... Sharks don't speak English, right? <laughs> sharks don't speak English. Totally. <laughs> and like, I just can't believe that there are like actually really smart people who have dedicated their entire lives to like... This professor. To academia and and this is what they came up with. Like, no wonder we haven't cured cancer yet. Everyone's focused on the dumbest shit of all time, like the, the linguistics of sharkhood. Like, I, I honestly can't. And... It's really upsetting. Like I know we're joking, but like it's really upsetting. No, this, Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, like this is really upsetting because it, it's This like, is what we where we've gotten to as a society, minutia of how we refer to shark attacks. And I'm sorry, we don't attack sharks. They attack us. It's an attack. <laughs> <laughs> it's an attack. So I'm just like disgusted. Like I really am. Especially coming off of being at Comedy Cellar last night where like everyone was saying the craziest shit. And I'm like, and now I'm back in the real world. Like, Where it's like, shark interaction. <laughs> it's a shark interaction. Literally, like, how did we get here? Like, I do It's know. so upsetting. And it
2: also, like, it you worry about, okay, say, you know what? Shark enthusiasts, go ahead. Like, then what's next?
1: no of course it's not about the sharks even though it kind of is like it's just about no the it's not about the sharks honestly it's about the people because yeah. the sharks don't care no and it's like if only the sharks knew that like there were these losers advocating the on sharks their would behalf. bite them <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> and you know what justice for anyone who's ever been bitten by a shark this is so insensitive to them yeah and i'm just really sick and i reject this i reject i reject no shark attack 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 Attack, 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 attack. Shark attack, shark attack, shark attack. Shark attack, shark attack. Shark attack. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Shark attack, shark attack, shark attack. What was that? Oh, it was a shark attack. Attack. What are you going <laughs> to do about that, huh? Professor? Christopher? What are you going to do? Hey, attack. Attack, 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 attack. Shark attack, shark attack, shark attack. Hmm?
2: Christopher? Shark attack. You're reminding me of that shark from Finding Nemo. Which one? You know the one. Fish are friends, not food.
1: Yeah. Um, and I feel like, honestly, that movie was actually detrimental and, go- and was one of the reasons that got us here. It's like, look, the shark is nice. It's not based on a real story. No shark ever said, fish are friend, not food, because they eat fish. Because they don't speak English. <laughs> that as well. So yeah. I just feel like it's kind of been this, like, subliminal messaging, teaching our kids. Of, like,
2: normalizing, normalizing sharks. Normalizing sharks. And it's
1: like, they are a deadly predator. No Ellen animated feature film is going to change that. Right. Shark attack, shark attack. Shark and attack. honestly, like you can't negotiate with a shark. No, you can't. And I wouldn't suggest it. And also, and I just really can't stress this enough. As, I wouldn't you, be as su- you said so poignantly, poignantly sharks don't speak English.
2: Also, like when I said like what comes next, I'll tell you what it would be. They would make them change the name of Shark Tank. No doubt. They would make them change the name because it's offensive
1: yep. to sharks. I'm surprised we haven't gotten there yet in this twisted society. No, but if, if this if this goes through, that's what's next. It's not going to go through. You want to know why? Because we reject it. Yeah. Shark attack, shark attack, shark attack, attack. We need Kevin O'Leary back on the show just to discuss this.
2: A hundred percent. So anyways, if you do find yourself like at a dinner party or a wedding this weekend, like I do feel like this is a good topic of conversation. You can get to lo- know a lot about someone based on what they...
1: What their opinion what is their on the story. <laughs> 100%. And honestly, if you just feel like starting shit at like a family barbecue, just stand up and say, shark attack, shark attack, shark attack. Yeah. Um, we have a little TV recap because Love Island was on last night and we both caught up. And the TV recap segment is brought to you by Jinx. You guys know this angel right here is so special and deserves the best. And he kind of has a sensitive stomach. So it's really important uh, what we put into his body so that we can be taking care of him, of course. And I don't like him getting irritated. And it's taken us a long time to get here, but we've gotten here. Is your dog a wolf, a hardworking farm dog, or a fancy show dog? Actually, Theo's all three. Literally. Modern dogs do more sleeping and lounging than hunting and working, and so to keep our pups happy and healthy, most modern kibble falls short on the nutrition dog needs, real quality ingredients without all the added fillers. So meet Jinx, the Internet's fastest-growing dog wellness brand and your dog's new favorite kibble, treats, and dental chews. Look, Theo's getting all clamped. Their recipes are proven to support digestion, immunity, and heart health. So it's designed by dog parents, formulated by pet nutritionists, and approved by veterinarians. And it is loved by dogs, this one in particular. All the love you have for your dog is packed into tasty, nutritious kibble. Every recipe is crafted with protein, superfood ingredients, and a patented probiotic packed together with a balanced kibble. Because dogs that eat better live longer. Jinx was designed with picky eaters in mind. It's not your dog's new fa- If it's not your dog's new favorite food, the Jinx team will make it right with their 100% money back guarantee. Try Jinx and get 40% off with your first subscription order at thinkjinx.com toast. Your dog deserves a cleaner kibble designed for modern doghood that they actually want to eat and you can fi- feel good feeding them. Your dog will love it or your money back. What are you waiting for? Get 40% off at T-H-I-N-K-J-I-N-X dot com slash T-O-A-S-T com slash toast. Thank you for that, Claudia. All right, Love Island. I have to say, on Wednesday night's episode at the very end when Cinco chose Trina, I had a feeling he was going to, but part of me was like, when he was actually saying it, he seemed so sad. I'm like, oh, I think maybe he's actually going to pick Cash. Me too. I was devastated. Like, I really was. And, It's very possible that he was meant to be with Trina and they have, like, a better connection. But I just don't like how the whole thing unraveled. And when they were all sitting at that all-girls brunch and basically Cash was just trying to, like, I don't even know if that's true. Like, he went for Trina because she didn't open up. She was just trying to, like, rationalize what was going on. And I thought Trina was, like, being rude. Like... She basically saying like interrupting her and being like, I find that offensive because you're basically saying like I'm his second choice when like she really was not saying that at all. And I just I know she that, was saying it a little bit. Well, you know what? She should because literally what Trina did, Trina was being a Jezebel. I don't think so. Like this is the name of the game. I think these two girls are
2: friends. I think it's painful for both of them. And you don't need to put one down in order.
1: She didn't even mention Trina. No, but like that's what she was doing. No, she wasn't. And
2: I also feel like, I totally understand why Cash is upset, but I feel like everything that she says kind of is, or is saying like about the situation, like I'm not upset. Like, and then she'll say like, I, I put up walls with um, Cinco, but then she'll also say like, I was fu- like, but then we see her and she's yeah. like him, and I'm just like, but how do you really feel? Because yeah. I feel like she's just like wanting to, say the right things because she knows that like that's the show like that this you know you have to be open and everybody gets to meet everyone but it's like I'm having a hard time getting at how she really feels about it. That's
1: actually a good point. She does contradict herself a little bit. But
2: I, I not for any like malevolent reason other than I just think she really is trying to be rational and not emotional but it's like you can be emotional. It's Love Island. Love is emotional
1: yeah she definitely is like has her guard up on on what she wants to reveal and how she wants to be perceived because honestly now that he chose trina she doesn't really have any other prospects she's spoken to no one
2: no but then isaiah just popped up and all of a sudden there's a connection there which i I really like because i like amy and jeremy together me too um i think she likes him his bad kissing and all
1: i know there's just like something so illusory about jeremy (laughs)
2: I know. I just feel like whenever we see his conversations with the woman that he's into, like, they're not showing us anything of interest. Substantial, yeah. But then it's like, he has such a good friendship with Cash, and, like, you see him, like, around the house, and it's like, okay, there must be more to this man.
1: Because everyone really likes him, and, like, they all, like, respect him, and they say he's, like, the nicest guy in the house. So if he
2: was such a dud, that wouldn't be the case. Yeah,
1: but he's giving off duddy vibes. A
2: hundred percent. And I like... Shannon and Josh once again
1: yes me too honestly I feel like I'm on the roller coaster with Shannon like I hate Josh but also like they're clearly OTP no but also like when he came back from that date he was doing the
2: most it was actually the perfect exercise for him and in being able to prove to Shannon that he's 100% like he did everything so right like above and beyond right like leaving kissing her coming back kissing her like didn't really give uh Florina any he said she was like beautiful and stuff but
1: didn't really give her any hope yeah my worry with Josh like if I was Shannon is like on the weeks where the boys are in charge like he can be a dick and then on the week where like Shannon is in charge he's like a kiss ass but it's actually been the opposite yes that's true because he I don't think he realized that the first Recoupling was going to be the girls because he wouldn't have on that morning kissed Amy. No, was it? Yeah, Amy.
2: I think you know who the recoupling is going to be based on who. If there's more boys more or boys more and girls, and I know. But I it was
1: like the first week. I honestly don't think he know. He realized. Okay, I really don't. Wow, that
2: would that would actually be kind of sweet if he didn't realize because that means he's not just thinking about sticking around he's just sort of going with how he feels
1: i just don't understand why they don't just commit to each other because then like when she was like i'm going to talk to isaiah like they get in trouble when they agree to like be open with other people but then they get jealous like why don't you just agree not to be open because it's too early
2: and they're really there to meet more people so it's like if there's going to be someone who comes in who's better suited for them then they should they should be able to discover that because they're there to meet the person
1: that's best for them i know but don't they also want to win and the long couples win, so I would no, just like find it's someone. Not who necessarily
2: wants- the long couples win because if they just cut became in a couple now and that was it, there was nothing really more from them. They wouldn't win because nobody really likes either of them yet. Like they are not boring. They haven't like had to choose each other over other people. Like with strife, it's it's a lot. It's a lot more than that. And okay. still, like right now, watching it, I don't know. I don't know which couple would is even a front runner for winning.
1: Well, they're all so messy. Like I feel like. like Will and Kira but they are boring you're right and I like don't like them I like hate them both
2: no I just get I just think something is gonna happen
1: she's a lot like and and he appears to be into like her overwhelming kind of smothering nature Um, but that does get old in a house for weeks yeah and like what if someone comes
2: in who catches his eye and his mind like just right now he hasn't been met anyone who he likes more than Kira so that makes it really
1: easy but like you know who I think he's actually really well suited for? Amy. They had a little They had something and they never explored it cuz he decided to stay with yeah, Kira. Yeah, but that could come back around. Right, cuz like they they both speak Spanish. They're vegan. They're vegan. They're both just kind of like weirdly intellectual in like a, you know, metaphysical in, sense. Yeah, he's always like doing yoga, she wants to preserve the planet for her future children. Like I think that actually they're a perfect match because I think him and Kira is a very physical relationship. And I think that definitely will fizzle out. Like, I don't think they're going to ride it out together. I don't
2: think it's sustainable.
1: Yeah. It's too much too soon. It's overwhelming. Like, they are never not together. Like, they sleep together. They make up. They do yoga together. They, have breakfast, together, they have breakfast together. They sit on the pool together. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. Just human nature, like, to be with the same person for so long. Yeah. So, um, I'm just, like, loving. I know I keep saying this, like, being a part of something. Even though no. I got to download the app and, like, start voting. Because like all three girls going on a date with Corey okay, it was didn't make twisted. Sen- it
2: didn't make sense because... Because they all said who they wanted they to go on a date with. They came in in the first episode and we... When did people vote? Because we were watching the episode when we met them and then later... No, at the end of... We got epi- introduced to them and then they said And it vote. said
1: go vote at the end of like an episode from the end of last week.
2: Okay, but I really like Cor- Corey and Florina. Me
1: too, of course.
2: And I think that I- actually if they can like... Like That's a couple where it's like, okay, we see what they have in common. They've explored other people. They're really, and if they got together and then continue to build, like that's a couple that could win.
1: Yeah. No, I think they're a good couple too. And of course I was happy for Corey because he's like had literally nothing going on. Nothing. Um, But all three girls getting the date like made no sense. And it wasn't even a date. It was literally them sitting in the corner of the house. I thought they were going to leave. No, it was really silly.
2: But then they got their actual dates, which sucks for Corey because they were like, I'm not taking Corey on a romantic date because we've already spent time with him. And so they took people that they just wanted to talk to that they hadn't gotten a chance to yet.
1: Yeah. The house is so nice, like sick. Every time they pan, I'm like, I would love to go on vacation here. Like it's so bright and colorful. The slide looks very dangerous. No, they ever- do all the houses like they do a really good job with
2: the neon signs and like yeah. the bright colors. The big heart. Also, the females like just looks and glam
1: and outfits are just so on point. You want to know why? Because I think like I think they spend most of their days like sitting in that makeup room because they really don't swim that much or like do anything. They like work out in the morning and then they like gossip and they always gossip in the room. So if that was me, I'd be. Sitting in the air conditioning flat ironing my hair the entire day
2: no it really is like camp I think in the morning they do the workouts and I do think they that they swim but they probably can't wear their mics while they're swimming so there's yeah. nothing that interesting and then I think it's like shower hour and then they all let like, shower they hour. all step out and they do their like slow-mo and like they walk to they each get a glass of wine and it's just like must
1: be the most fun camp I agree as well but let's talk about shower hour do the boys and girls have separate showers because it always looks like they're in the same room, not at the same time. I think that they do because it's CBS and yeah. the house is huge. Yeah. I so think why would do. there be one bathroom? But they probably just look like are the same exact layout because I yeah. always see them like in the same shower as the boys. But then it's also multiple heads in the shower, with no doors. Right. So they're just, you know, so looking at each other. Something that happened a few weeks ago, like, no, actually like maybe at the beginning of this week when Cinco was like starting to have feelings for Trina again he was talking to the guys and they were in the shower and he was not in the shower and he opened the door and stuck his head in to talk to them. There was two guys in the shower. So he was just like looking at two penises being like, uh, I don't know what to do. Like cash is like, you know, I'm having second thoughts or whatever. And I'm like, did you just stick your head into the shower?
2: Yes, he did. And if I had to guess, I would say it would be because maybe he thought the audio wouldn't get picked up.
1: Oh, oh, oh yeah. You and they, they do not let go of those microphones. They sleep with them. Like, I know. Oh, and I never, I didn't really understand why every time they wake up they put on sunglasses. It's because they're under production lighting when they've just been asleep. Yeah. Now the was, room
2: gets so bright.
1: From being pitch black. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. I think the only thing I couldn't envision myself being a part of is the sleeping arrangements. Like, like having of course, to sleep being with... in bathing suits, yeah. But having to sleep with a stranger, and not only that, in a room with 15 other people, it's actually very unsettling. Like, what if you fart? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of farting. Yeah. Like, I haven't slept with a stranger since I was, like, in college.
2: Well, camp.
1: Yeah, I guess. But, like, in camp, you're only with girls. And, like, you're all just, like, yeah, farting and, like, you're shaving your legs. Like, you're, like, yeah. all, like, gross together. But, like, with boys, like, you wouldn't, wouldn't do that. Yeah. That's the part that, like, I, also I felt that way about Too Hot to Handle. And the Too Hot to Handle beds are very small. I think they're full-size mattresses. Where I think as in Love Island, they're all queen-size yeah,
2: no, it seems, like, pretty, like, a good setup. And I'm sure they got comfort. Like, maybe at first it's weird, but I'm, I think they're,
1: like, comfortable now. I'm sure when they go home, they, like, miss all their camp friends. That's how I used to feel at camp. Like, I missed the, you know, the the loudness the camaraderie. Of, the, of the bunk. And then you get back to your home and it's, like, so silent. So quiet. I think as a child, I went through, like, many a many depression after camp. Like, I took it really hard.
2: I think most,
1: that's a sign of a good summer. A hundred percent. Now I... Crave the winters. (laughs) Um, And that is our show. That is our show. So for next week, let's talk about it. I have lined up a couple guests. A couple premium guests I'm really excited to watch. The schedule is not set yet. So I will be posting at some point over the weekend the entire schedule for next week. I'm really hoping to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in studio with fabulous co-hosts. And then you and I can catch up Thursday, Friday with some podcast only Transatlantic Continental, transcontinental content. So, um, stay tuned. I will keep you abreast, but I'm just working on some last-minute logistics. I've got two out of three of the co-hosts booked, looking to host one more. But I'll keep you abreast as always. But we'll we'll be in studio on Monday. So just stay with us.
2: Yeah. I'm so excited to watch. I'm excited for my trip. I'm going to miss you guys, but I'm really excited. I'm excited to get away. You know, I always come back with so, with a whole new energy, joie de vivre, stories to tell. And I really, I think that I need that. You know, it's like this, in this heat of July and like, it's time for me to go.
1: And it's time for us to go into our weekends and for you to go back to work or to start drinking. I don't know. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you, yes, you need to know before you wake up Monday through Friday. Before you wake up and take a bite at it. No. Before you. This is what the problem we had yesterday. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the past five stories every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found, so that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, Castbox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us on Morning Toast. Leave a five star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Now that we know that a lot of people still listen because all of you guys left the matcha emoji today. I, li- I think shark emoji today. Oh, for sure, shark emoji on our Instagram. This is like a secret little society. I'm so excited. Thank you. I can't believe how many people commented on no, our Instagram. It was so fun to watch. Love you guys, we have to wrap it up so people don't think there's something happening. Love you guys, have a great day. We'll Shark. see you on Monday. Enjoy your weekend. Shark attack. Bye. Shark attack. Bye.